Honestly, didn't think that was going to end, but there you go. Uh, welcome back to season four. Are you taking Sp- the Mickey already out of my funky music, JJ? <laughs> you take the Mick out of me every single episode. So I don't know I'll- what you're talking about. Have you watched DS9 yet? Uh, <clears throat> uh, moving swiftly on. Welcome back <laughs> to uh, Spot of the Week. If you've missed us, um, you really need to check yourself before you wreck yourself because what are you doing with your life if you've missed us? Um, this season's going to be a little bit different. Um, this episode, we're just going to have a general chitty chat, but we've got something really exciting in store for the rest of the season. Um, something that's going to make it a little bit more difficult uh, and a little bit more fun for both you guys and for us. Oh yes. Well, who gave you a promotion? I saw the promotion report. You're a lieutenant <laughs> like I am. <laughs> you know what actually pisses me off even more is the fact that that monkey over on the other side of the screen there is a is a lieutenant commander. <laughs> so he still outranks us. But but we got promotions. JJ, that's what matters. We did, we did. And if you are listening to this uh, Commodore Ailey Montgomery, uh, don't worry, I'm not moaning. I am eternally grateful for my promotion. Um, I'm not. I've got to find out where I've put my other bloody gold pin now. <laughs> I know where my gold and black one is. Where the hell did I put the rest of them? You've been wearing gold and black for so long, you're like, shit, there's, another, there's more than d- one d- There's gold. more pins? What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, well, I'm sure Mr. Struthers would be glad of the business if he can't find them. I've already bought the career-long package once. I've just lost most of it. Um, So, in case you're new to the podcast and you've never uh, listened to us before and you're wondering what we're talking about, um, all three of us... Welcome to the club. We don't know either. Yep. All three of us are members of Starfleet International, uh, the fan organisation... where we are members of a chapter based in Edinburgh, Scotland, um, called the USS Alba. And like any ship, we all hold ranks, we all get promotions, so we're just buzzing a little bit that we've just recently been promoted. So um, if you don't know what SFI is, by all means, go and check them out. Uh, We'll stick the links in the uh, show notes and uh, in the descriptions on YouTube. And you can go check them out and see what you think. Uh, same now for I've got th- to make notes to make sure what I put yes. in the bloody YouTube description, JJ. What are you doing? Well, you've got to be doing this. You should know how this works now. Oh. Eh? Fine, it's written on my paper. No, no that's that was just, just me going... Argh. That's just my hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, guys... Um, what we're going to talk about today, eventually, once we've finished dicking about at the start like we always do, we're going to talk about the fandom, um, conventions, cosplaying, what we love about Star Trek, why we, I mean, like today, I mean, to be fair to these guys, um, I didn't tell them what we were going to talk about until we actually turned up and started talking about it, so uh, 
Gregor, unfortunately, is the only one letting the side down because, okay, I'm cosplaying the original series. I've got my Spock the Week t-shirt on because, you know, everyone likes Spock the Week merchant. Oh, it does say Spock on Gregor's t-shirt. Yes, but is it official Spock the Week merchandise, though? Ooh. No, but neither's yours, so I win. Ah, oh, bastard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you like it? Oh, there oh, we JJ. go. JJ. Oh, JJ. Where do you get f- yours, JJ? I got it from some asshole up the street, you know, he's like... Fucking, oh, are you I've wearing never... Gregor's cast-offs? Are you like the poor little brother in this relationship who gets all the cast-offs? You know, the thing is, right, is the worrying thing is, is that I'm, what scares me is I'm almost as big as him because this barely fits me. <laughs> and he, he, he got rid of it because it doesn't fit him. I, I, I don't feel that it would be appropriate for me to comment any further on this line of questioning. Well, I mean, I could say something, but uh, it involves pies and that's all I'm going to... I'm just going to leave it there. I hope you're talking to JJ, because I ain't swimming anywhere. Oh, I'll, I'll swim a mile with you. Um, half a mile, and then I'll leave you wherever the fuck you are, and then I'll swim half a mile back. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'll just, I'll honestly, I can do about ten lengths of a pull, and that's me buggered. The joys, the joys of being fat, folks. Um, yeah, shut up. Hey, are you there, telling... There's a show. What? Yeah, we're, we're you... so good at sticking to topic and everything, JJ. Did you not know? Do, do you know something? To be honest with you, that is actually... <laughs> Fuck you. Right, hang on. Uh, two minutes. <laughs> it's got to the point... Oh, we've made him leave already. We're all right, Gregor. We're all right, He's Gregor. fucked off. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 really bad. Oh god, that just he so looked like Captain Kirk then. The fighting was so shit. For those of you who are audio only, JJ just appeared behind Gregor, doing what I can only describe as a really bad Captain Kirk fighting impression. <laughs> that means it was a really good Captain Kirk it fighting. Doesn't, because you know my opinion of that gentleman's acting abilities. <laughs> oh, so, um, by the way, guys, we've missed actually an important point about today's episode. A very important point. Oh, for fuck's sake. We're not allowed to sing the song, it's got copyright on it. Oh, so God. we'll just say, Happy Birthday, JJ. Yay! Right, we've done that. What are we doing right, next? Okay. <laughs> yes, um,. Today is my birthday, folks. Uh, it yeah, is the yeah, 16th we've August. shown you how much we care. Who gives a shit how much you care? The audience cares. <laughs> they don't. They don't even fucking listen. I'm trying. I'm trying to get buy me a coffee donations so I can get flying lessons. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do you mean flying lessons? You're supposed to be paying for kit for the podcast with that money. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Ferengi. Who let the no. Ferengi in? I do have an I do have my own Buy Me a Coffee page. It is not the Spock of the Week one, so they are completely separate, so don't worry. I am not taking anything from the Spock of the Week. Every bit of Spock of the Week money goes back into Spock of the Week, so please buy the merchandise. Oh, I hate it, but you're right. And I hate the fact you're right, but he is right. 
Um, yeah, all the money that's given via whatever method does go into making Spock the Week bigger, better, and if we can get a good enough filter for Gregor, more beautiful. Oh, I don't know if we're getting enough money for that. We've only made 30 <laughs> quid so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so um, if, like I so say, this has been recorded prior to um, the 16th, so for all those who have sent me well wishes and birthday messages and if anybody was daft enough to donate any money to the um, to the birthday fund buying me a drink then thank you very much, I highly doubt it but if you have, thank you, I enjoyed the drink very much You've ruined the illusion of this being live, JJ Yeah, you yeah, can't use both of those at the same time that ends really badly, JJ You've heard of Don't Drink and Drive. Can you imagine piloting a plane drunk? We're ups- Captain says to the co-pilot, we're upside down. How do you know? The shit's coming out of my collar. <laughs> okay, I okay. need to find a tumbleweed sound effect. Hang on a minute. I've got one here somewhere. Give me a minute. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Here we go. There you go. Fantastic. So every time one of us makes a bad joke, that's going to happen, is it? Oh, no, wait, I've got a better one for a bad joke. There we go. is not I've already told you what we're talking about but you weren't fucking listening were you it's not that we weren't listening it's that we don't care oh so you don't care about all the effort that people put in to cosplay their favourite characters and oh 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 fuck off with your guilt trips that, that, that's unacceptable as a cosplayer yes I fucking do because I know how many stitches go in most of my fucking outfits <laughs> But you, um, you. I mean, t- to be honest with you, I mean, I've I've cosplayed. I know you've uh, cosplayed as well, uh, James. Um, Gregor keeps cosplaying as either I can't really make out whether he's a Ferengi or a Gorn or a love child of the two. Um, oh, wait a minute! You're not wearing cosplay. Oh God, that's a porn video I do not want to watch. Oh, Gregor would watch it. I think he's on his OnlyFans. I think. <laughs> By the way, this only works if you actually have an OnlyFans. Can we send people to things where they can actually give us money? <laughs> By the way, Spot the Week does not officially endorse OnlyFans. <laughs> Did you see it on Twitter the other week when I put the thing up about Gregor's OnlyFans and OnlyFans retweeted me? <laughs> <laughs> Any... <laughs> oh... Any I didn't publicity know is to good be publicity. Proud or embarrassed or excited, but you know when you get retweeted by OnlyFans, it's like oh, that's a new I, low even for us. It really is. It really is. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, what's let's act, to be honest with you. Let's actually start with Gregor on this one. Um, yeah, what is it? What is your what is your take on cosplay, the good, bad, and what the fuck were you thinking? Yes, what's the question when you go to 
go to Vegas. I don't think I've ever seen anything that I would describe as, as bad or made me think, what what the fuck are they doing here? Everybody puts their, their best foot forward. But when you go to somewhere as large as the Vegas convention, the the variety of cosplay that you see both in... And just the, the sheer... The concepts, the number of concepts are unbelievable. Um, yeah. There's a lot of ri rivalry where people try and find the most unusual character that they can cosplay. They, they try and go into... It's almost... It is screen quality, a lot of them. Uh, it's unbelievable, you have to see it. Now, I'll, I'll tell you about a couple of them that are really memorable in a moment. But there's those ones, uh, but there's also there's actually quite a big subdivision of people who do look-alike, and do look-alike incredibly well mm. without actually doing that much. There's a guy called Frank Jenks who does Dr. McCoy, uh, and he's absolutely scary as Dr. McCoy. There's a gentleman called Baron Tola, who I think lives in Los Angeles. Um, does an amazing Cisco. I've got a fantastic picture of him sitting at his desk as Cisco. Uh, it's just fantastic. Mindy does a brilliant uh, seven of nine. Although I do think uh, we've got a crew member in the, the album, it would be a better seven of nine. <laughs> but that, that's for another story. But mm -hmm. I, I mean, some of the, the real, the real memorable ones that I've seen is Captain Pike from the original series. Uh, not Jeffrey Archer Pike, Captain Pike from the Menagerie, in the uh, wheelchair with the three lights on it, yeah. motorised and everything. The guy goes about. It's just absolutely fantastic. Then, then there's more conceptual stuff. I've seen a Deep Space Nine station and the wormhole which basically it was it was a dress with a big hoop around it and it looked like DS9 and the, their friend was walking around with them and held up they had a, sort of a dress that was more or less a blanket and then they held it up and they had the wormhole painted in it and stood next to it uh, it was just really uh, incredible and then I've got good friends that I've made over there the Julie and her friend Alison, they do an amazing Jurass Sisters cosplay. And they actually won the competition that they have in Vegas, that won the $2,000. Uh, and it's just fantastic to, to see all these cosplays. So, yeah, I love it. And being a photographer, I love getting people to do the, the poses. It's not just um, in Vegas as well, though. If you go to uh, DST, um, I don't know if either of you have actually been to a DST I've, yet. I've been to the the one, the last one that was at Birmingham before they moved it to London. So, did you see the Grand Nagus, for example, who was wandering around? Yes! Yeah, um, that was really good. And I mean, also, the guy from Manchester who has a scant version, I know he goes to um, Las Vegas as well, but him and a couple of others have a scant version of virtually every uniform going. Whether they had a scant version in the series or not, that guy and his mates, uh, I think he's called Evan, if I remember rightly, um, they, they will wear them, and they've got scant Discovery, they've got scant TNG, they've got scant TOS, and they look really, really, really cool as well. Um, See the, the odd one well. at Destination Star Trek was when Doctor Who turned up. That was a bit weird. I'll get onto that one well, a little bit Doctor later. Who. 
Right, we'll get on to that a little bit later. And R2-D2 at, at Vegas. Yeah, it's just a little bit like, you know, pick your fandom. Hello? What? Yeah. Yes, oh, right, well, yeah, right. I did say we'd talk about that later. Oh, Gigi's here. Yes. James, Gigi's here. Did you notice that? Oh, sorry, I forgot. I'm sorry. I got that engrossed with talking to Gregor that I forgot JJ existed yeah, sorry, again. Sorry. sorry. Right. Right. Can I speak? Permission right. to yeah. speak. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later because that actually annoys me a little bit. Um, but anyway, the going back to the DST thing, um, there was several that I seen at DST which I f- was like, oh my god, well done. How much effort did you put into that before you came to the convention this morning? Yeah. What time in the morning did you get up to put all that on? Yeah. Um, and there was a there was a group of three, I think. Uh, there was Herosian, uh, and there was a um, Bilana Torres and Neelix, uh, the versions from the uh, holodeck episode uh, where they're all in World War Two and. Yes, no, I remember seeing those. I didn't see the Herosian, but I did see the Torres and Neelix. How could yeah. you? How could you miss him? Honestly, I mean, you could because spot it's him a, a massive mile convention centre, and I don't think we walked in the same bit at the same time. Um, like I say, there was that one, um, and there was obviously I seen the Grand Nagus, um, and like I say, there was some beautiful. The Grand Nagus and Moogie were, oh. to me, they were just phenomenal. I mean, absolutely brilliant. Um, and even though it's not strictly speaking cosplay, um, we did get a little treat um, at that convention as well, which will never be repeated, uh, God rest him. Um, and that was when we got uh, Aaron Eisenberg and Max Grigentic and um, <laughs> Armin Schimmerman. Yeah, so that um, wasn't the last one, that was the one before. That was the one before then, yeah, yeah that was Cause the... Because the, the last, uh, the only reason I know is because the last one, I remember that they had the big picture of Aaron and they had the place where you could... That was it, yeah. Do like a, a a memory book kind of thing for Aaron at the very last DST. So, um, yeah, so that's the that's the one I went to, the one the one before then. Um, but yeah, that was that was brilliant because they were all in character, they were all in, um, in the prosthetics and clothes and everything and it was just amazing to see I got the opportunity to get the I mean it was one of those see when you go to a convention you see something in the package whether it be a photo opportunity or a, a, an actor or whatever um, when I seen the Ferengi photo shoot on the list yeah. of things to buy yeah. it was a case of I don't care if I have to beg steal and borrow from the biggest bank in the world I am getting that photograph because yeah, how often I, do you get I that really wish I had. I really wish I had. Well, to be honest with you, normally I would be like, oh, you didn't get it. But to be honest with you, I sincerely, hand on heart, uh, feel really bad for you that you didn't actually get that because yeah. it's just—it's it, one of those things that's never going to happen again, I think the worst thing about the last one I went to was my little girl because we were really running out of time. It was getting late on in the day. And she said, um, I really want to go and see Odo. Can we go and see René Aubergenois? And I said, no, it's fine. We'll go and see him next time. And I think that, that, that is the worst one as a fan for my little girl. 
Uh, and I still feel guilty now, and it's like, I, I should have just fucking done it and let her go and meet him. Um, you... I've managed to obtain her an autograph of him since, but it's not the same. It's not the same. She wanted you... one of the Odo buckets that he used to draw. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever saw those, where he drew a bucket and he'd draw a really cool picture and stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's that's going to kind of get me there, because she really wanted to meet him and she she got to see him but it's not the same as actually not the same, to speak no. to him so yeah yeah god rest his soul that's definitely a a, a thing that's going to taint my enjoyment of conventions because there'll always be that I should have Mm-mm. I mean um, like I say I mean I've got so many regrets honestly with some of these um, I mean like I say Rene is one of them um, the other is the fact that I never actually went up to Aaron's table to speak to him. Um, so, like I say, I mean, these are the these are the things. But to go back to the cosplay thing again, um, one of the things I did at that was I went to the uh, Kate Mulgrew talk at the main stage. Um, and funnily enough, the um, I, I got I got got to meet this uh, this uh, this lassie when. I was queuing up for uh, an autograph for Kate Mulgrew because I'd gotten a, a custom-made uh, commission uh, st- a pencil uh, graphite artwork yeah. which, de- which depicted uh, Janeway and Red, the two, two of my favourite characters from two of my favourite um, TV series containing Kate Mulgrew. And I just, I just happened to have it sort of rolled out ready so that it wasn't sort of you know too because when you know when you get something that's rolled up and it just springs back in yeah i was rolling it the other way so that it would flatten out when she put it on the table to sign it and this lass has um seen it and oh that's actually pretty you know and um her and her friend were dressed up as the character so what uh, she was dressed up as janeway uh, and the other one was dressed up as uh, as resnikov um which, to be honest with you, I can get why, I get why they've done that. I mean, it's okay. One wouldn't do that personally at a Star Trek convention, but I get why they, you know, why they did it. And she spotted that, and I remember, like I say, that was pretty much it. It was just a fleeting sort of, oh, that's that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Blah blah blah. You know, talked about their cosplay and how they'd done it, and it was really clever. Fast forward to the com- uh, to the talk and. She gets up to ask her, stands up to ask a question um, to Kate Mulgrew, and f- I think we're about halfway. I don't know if you've if you've been to the stage and you you're to the main stage at the DST, you'll know the sort of dimensions of the room. So we were about halfway to three yeah. quarters of the way back, and she was two rows in front of me. She stood up, and Kate noticed from the stage. She went. Are you, you know, she's like, are you dressed, are you, are you, have you come as Catherine, you know, and the, the lassie who was doing the, doing the sort of the running about with the microphone says, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she actually got to go up to the stage because she noticed the hair and everything, the, you know, she got the, the whole cosplay down to a T. She actually got to go up to the stage and stand, and, you know, and stand in front of the stage and see, you know, so Kate could, and honestly, that is what, I think cosplay is about is when you get noticed, right? Not necessarily by the actors, by the stars, but when you get noticed and people are like, oh, that's brilliant. But see the smile 
that she had on her face when she walked back to her seat. Yeah. I mean, that is priceless. That but is this... genuinely priceless. And yeah. all she did was she did her hair like Janeway. She had the uniform on. Um, you know, it was and it was a brilliant, you know, just simple but effective. And yeah. she, you know, she got a compliment and a um, off a of a Kate Moore grew herself, and then that well, is a, worth a lot, I think. My, my daughter Evie got a very similar um, reaction. She was dressed as seven when we went to the last uh, convention, and we went to see uh, Jerry, and Jerry was so busy; the queue was ridiculously long. To the mm. point where she was having to be a production line because she didn't have a choice. She just had mm. so many people to get through. And she stopped her production line to speak to Evie in such a warm and lovely way. And that that's something that Evie still talks about now, I still talk about now. Um, and... Um, Terry was the same when she went dressed as um, Dax and it's just the acknowledgement from the person you're cosplaying as it's just cool getting that actual you've come as me acknowledgement is really mm. cool especially when you because Evie was like 9 or 10 the first time she went to a, a convention but just getting that you've come as me which was that 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 was really cool, and it gets a really good reaction. They they seem to enjoy it. I got the same similar sort of reaction from Wilson Cruz when I went to get his autograph dressed in the very 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 white Discovery medical uniform, um, and he he turned round round and said something. I'm paraphrasing because I don't quite remember the exact words of. Um, good luck keeping that clean here. You've probably got more chance than I had during filming. Um, because it's just so white, and I don't know if you've ever been on a film set. They're not the cleanest of places. Um, it's a bit like being in any old sort of musty warehouse where there's dust and shit everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that the the stars really like it when they see people cosplaying as them. I think they really enjoy that. I think there's um, there's, a, there's a lot of element of... The f when they get the chance, a lot of the actors and a lot of the stars they they, they love being Star Trek actors because of the fandom, yeah. Um, because of you know the the people the respect that a lot of people have. Um, I mean, you get a lot. I, I tend to think, and this is on the whole. I mean, it's there. It's not a hundred percent, but ninety to ninety-five percent of the people who go to conventions who are fans of Star Trek. They have the respect for the actors. They have that love yeah. for them, where yeah. you know there's no oh my god, oh my god, is you? I mean, there is that, but you do it from you a distance. You always get the one percent who's going to be a dickhead. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, always. definitely. But um, one of the things I love, yes. Oh, oh, Greg is putting his hand up. Greg is putting his hand. You up. don't need to put your hand up. Just interrupt. <laughs> you know how this podcast works, Greg. I was, I just I shout saying, until I'm, we I'm, listen I to you. I am that dickhead. No, I'm not actually, but. <laughs> No, you're a dickhead. You're just not that type of dickhead. Yeah. You're just not that particular one. <laughs> um, so, 
but like I say, one of the things about being recognised by the actors, um, for those of you listening at home that were with us for season three and were lucky enough to listen to our interview with Max Gurdjensik, I hope, by the way, I do apologise. I often slip the tongue with the pronunciation of that. Um, I was just so about to say that pronunciation was fucking awful. It's, it is, it is. And I, I've, I've apologised <laughs> to Max on numerous occasions for this. Um, um, but yeah, but when we spoke to Max, um, like I say, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard it, then by all means, please go back into our archives and look for it. You will not be Do disappointed. Do you mean if you haven't seen it, you need to go on our uh, Buy Me A Coffee so that you can actually get a copy of the YouTube version where you can actually see it? That's what you mean, isn't it, JJ? Yes, shameless plug, number one, please. Um, <laughs> that was not number one, we did those before. We're up to 73. So, yeah, if you want to see the video, you can go on to our Buy Me A Coffee supporters. Um, and all and you the need same's to... going to apply for the whole of season four, isn't it, JJ? Yes, pretty much, yes. I uh, was going to do that at the end, but fair enough, we'll, we'll do that now. Oh, it felt um, like a good segue, sorry. It did, it did, it did. I'll let you off then. Um, so, yeah, so basically, uh, and... You can. You've got two options basically. You can just make a small donation. You only have to make the one, and then you get access to the video. Um, we'd like you to make more, obviously, but um, you can do that either by two ways: either by regularly donating when you can, or signing up as a member uh, where you regularly donate, and we um, basically get the guests, get the stuff, get the equipment, improve the show. And we oh. can't do that without one because we are basically doing this out of our own pocket. Oh, so it's that's what it's for. We're not going pissed and flying aeroplanes anymore. No, that's my buy me a coffee, not Spock the Week's oh, buy right. me a coffee. Okay. Keep me okay. up. Okay, okay. Just, right. just one. That's my personal one. <laughs> that's the Alba Androids buy me a coffee. I'm... <laughs> Is that also going to appear in the YouTube notes for this? Uh, no, because um, Good, I am... Good, because you haven't I, sent me a link and I haven't got a fucking clue where to do it, what to do with it. <laughs> no, 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 that's going to be... I'm not going to uh, promote that through Spot of the Week because it's not. that's not my uh, um, not my remit for that. That's just there personally. <laughs> it's not there as a... Um, unlike Spot of the Week, which we are like, please, please, we need money. Arms for the poor. Arms for the poor. Oh, God, who did you sound like then? You just sounded like one of the aliens from Galaxy Quest. That's who you sounded like just then. You did a bit, yeah. We have got got the ship. We need to go home. (laughs) Please help us. Okay, JJ, at the next convention you're at, I want to see you dressed as one of the aliens from Galaxy Quest. That's your challenge. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I cannot do that. Yes, you can. Come on, put some effort in. It's me you're talking to. Effort is not in my dictionary. Um, so, <laughs> going back to Max, if we yes. may. Sorry. We, we segued well off the beaten track Yay. on that one. This is spot the week. We do segues. That's what we are. Exactly. So, going back to the sort of, um, they're getting recognised by the, the stars and the, 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 you know, and whatnot. Um, as some of you may or may not know, we have a couple of uh, celebrity uh, honorary members on the Alba. Okay, uh, so they they are honorary members of the crew, 
And we're not the only ship to have these. Uh, other ships have got honorary members. Uh, I can't quote them off the, off the top of my head. Yeah, but, but they haven't they got Lorraine have... Kelly, have they? No, they haven't got <laughs> Lorraine Kelly. Um, if you're listening to us in the States and you don't know who Lorraine Kelly is, uh, Google, um, is it Good Morning? Um, GMTV Just Google Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> right? No, but I'm saying, you know, if you want to sort of see some video footage of, of who she is. If you and... really want to know who she is, Google Lorraine Kelly, The Last Leg. Because every time she's on that program, she is absolutely <laughs> fucking hilarious. Do that then, guys. Do that then, guys. Right, so we've got Lorraine Kelly, and we also have Max Grodenchik. Yep, right? we do. Um, and like I say, he was good enough to grace, uh, grace us with his presence on Spock the Week. And if you're listening, Max, we are eternally grateful for that, and you're more than welcome to come back on any time. Now, this story goes back to the DST again. Um, and I'm with the commanding officer, Lee Montgomery, and our second officer, um, Ian Struthers. No, that's the first officer. Oh, second officer, sorry. Second yeah. officer. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I stand corrected. Um, I was waiting for you, because I knew you were going to fuck up on that yeah, one. Yeah, all right, dickhead, carry on. <laughs> so our second officer, John Brogan, um, who is the guy who was responsible for getting Max to join us on the Alba, we were walking past the... Um, uh, well, he was, we were basically getting a group photo shoot. Um, and as he is a member of the ALBA, John says, right, I'll go and see if Max can come over and join us with the shoot. So he goes over to Max, who has a queue of people, I might add. <laughs> and he goes over and says, right, and Max just stops what he's doing and speaks to John. And says, right, we're doing a photo shoot. Are you able to come across? And he says, right, what time? And he says, right, no problem. Goes away and we all meet up inside. So we all get inside the booth. We're waiting. We're just saying there's about, I don't know, I think there's about eight, nine of us, possibly even more. And we say to the photographer, um, is everybody, well, she said to us, is everybody here? No, we're just waiting on one more. Or two more, because John had gone to get Max. Yeah. John comes running in. And then immediately out the back of him, in walks Max Grunchick. And the face on the photographer was a picture, <laughs> if you pardon the pun. And not only that, but the people in the queue, because you know how you queue round the, the mm. edge of the, the booth when you're queuing for these things? All the people in the queue, every single one of their jaws dropped when Max walked in. Um, and this is this this is this is how good a guy Max is. He said, "Right, I'm, I've got to go back. I've, you know, I need to get back to my to my stand." Blah 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 blah. And to say he was the guy that said, "I need to get back," he made sure that we had plenty of photographs because he was saying to the yeah. take another one, take another one, make sure make sure we've got good ones for everybody. And ev- you know that was just an amazing experience to he is basically such a lovely block. He, he really is. Because um, we had quite the chat with him before we actually hit the record button, uh, Gregor yeah. and I, when we did the end of season three. And what a guy. He is absolutely lovely. One of the nicest men I've ever had the pleasure. I've interviewed some people because I also work on the radio. Uh, I'm used to interviewing like MPs and people like that, you know, the awkward assholes that you normally have to interview on radio stations. 
but actually getting to talk to somebody who's actually nice was absolutely lovely. He is such a gentleman. He, he genuinely say enough is. nice things um, about him. And one of the things I, I want to say from a personal experience is that um, some people take to heart when they go to a convention and they meet their idol. Um, and I found, I mean, I found this with Kate Mulgrew at DST, mm. was when it came to the photo shoot, for example, it was literally a conveyor belt. Yeah. Um, and we were basically going in and she was like, hand round, smile, next, hand round, smile, next, hand round, smile, next. But to, to add to the sort of, inf you know, the detached nature of the experience, um, she was talking with a handler or a, yeah. um, or a PA or whatever, whoever he was, I don't know what, what yeah, the relationship was. Handler's the correct term. It's... Yeah. Um, and in between each, each photo, she was talking to him. Now, I have to be sort of pragmatic about this in the sense that I understand she's a very busy, very, very busy woman yeah. who is literally squeezing this convention into an already busy schedule. So she is literally working the whole time. I think that particular convention, she flew in that morning and flew out that night. She did that the year after as well. She was literally in yeah. and out. Um, so, and a, a few people like, I heard a few people outside after the photo were like, oh, she was a bit, uh, a bit sort of, you know, blank, you know, abrupt. Uh, and the same at the um, the signing desk as well. And I can't help but think you've got to understand that these people are working long days. The I mean, like in Kate's uh, example, she's flew from the states into the UK with the time difference. Yeah. With the jet lag, spent most of the day, you know, signing and photo shooting and what else, and then flying back out at whatever time. Um, I think she was in the middle of the last season of Orange is the New Black, I think, yeah. or something at like that particular time. Um, and you've got to understand that, you know, these people are busy. Um, another well, example... It's, it's like if your job was to sit behind a desk and write your name 15,000 times or however long it is. Mm -hmm. That's not yeah. the most gratifying... As much as people want you to write your name, it can't be the most gratifying, rewarding, amazing day at work it's got to be boring and repetitive surely because one of, one of the things i've seen i've seen video footage youtube footage and and whatnot um and of of kate um on zoom calls and stuff like that where she's been really interactive with the people she's speaking to yeah and just like anybody else when you're talking to when you have the time and you're relaxed and you you know you're fully rested and you know you're a different person um now, another example of how I... This this realisation came to me when I met Robert Picardo, and I've met him twice. First time I met him in Edinburgh when he was up for the festival and he uh, did a meet and greet for the opening of a geek store. Yeah. Um, and he was there with Sylvester McCoy because both of them were in a, um, a stage play um, called um, A Joke. Um, you know, if you've ever been to Edinburgh Festival or, or you've been to, you've seen this, it is it was a wonderful, it really is really brilliant. Um, but anyway, sidebar. So I went to meet him and I got my photo taken with them both. And afterwards, 
uh, I, I hung around to see if I could um, get an autograph, which was politely refused because I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not allowed to do anything like that yeah. on this, which I was like, fair enough. But I asked that at the end, but prior to that, while I was waiting around, he came up and he noticed my USS Alba badge and we got talking and honestly I was nervous as hell that was the first time I'd ever met anybody from Star Trek and he was such a lovely guy he talked he you know guided me through the conversation if you like brilliant now fast forward a few years to when I went down to London to meet um, Ethan Phillips with my son who is called Neelix uh, for those of you that don't know so while we were there, we got um, Robert Picardo to sign some stuff for Neelix for when, you know, as a memento for when he grows older. Yeah. And he was a little abrupt. He was a little, you know, he wasn't as cheery or chatty as he was the first time I met him. But then I realised uh, Olympia was like a glass house. It was sweating hot. Yeah. Um, and they were under that for hours. Hours and hours and hours during the day, and it must have been a hell. That and the fact that we named our son Neelix, and he was like, "You're kidding!" <laughs> it was like he was taken aback by that, and I can understand why. But I, um, I can't possibly think why. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he was. It, it wasn't rude or nasty or anything like that, but there was definitely a different demeanor about him, and and that wasn't. It didn't take anything away from it because at the end of the day, when we spoke to Nicole de Boa later on in the day, she was she told us that it was just hellish sitting in that yeah. place all day. Um, by the way, she's another lovely person to speak to if you ever well, get the chance. It, it, it's a bit like when Rene used to do the conventions. If you wanted to go and see Rene, you had to go and see Rene in the morning mm-hmm. because Rene got really tired really quickly. And it's a long day for them to sit there doing what they do and if you wanted to go and see Rennie you went to see Rennie in the morning because funnily enough when it got towards the end of the day Rennie got tired and grumpy I'd get tired and grumpy doing that as well unlike Gregor who's tired and grumpy all of the time yeah yeah well yeah Gregor just gets from different scales of grumpy really yeah he definitely lives up to his handle twitter handle that's for sure isn't it wrong with my twitter handle uh, you know, I think we. Sh- There's nothing right with it, but. <laughs> anyway, I think we should let Gregor have a little chat because he's, I've, I've, you know, he's been oh, I was, rather well, quiet well, and he's not. He's just listening to a podcast. I, I was going to shag at the end of that story and it never came. So. I don't want a picture. Of Two minutes. <laughs> and Ethan Phillips. <laughs> that, that that that's 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 not one that I keep in my bank. Um, yeah, well, coming back to fandom, rather than just specifically conventions, uh, you guys must be excited because Lower yeah. Decks mm-hmm. is coming out soon. Or have you seen it yet? I am so fucking excited. I am so excited. I can't wait. I, I've seen the new trailer. It got me proper excited. And yeah, I, I'm excited. Is this gonna be an? Is this gonna be one of those things that is it gonna be on C? Um, well, it's not CBS All Access anymore, is it? It's Paramount Plus. Paramount um, Plus, yeah. Yeah. So is this gonna be on Paramount well, Plus? So, then so I take on Amazon, it, or I is it gonna be on uh, well, Amazon like it was before? We get it the day after this time, 
because uh, Mike McMahon put um, a, a Twitter post out saying something along, I'm paraphrasing because I can't find the tweet right now, uh, something along the lines of, I know you all like bitching about me about the fact that you don't get it internationally until later, but it wasn't my fault to begin with, and this time you're only getting a day after. So please don't bitch at me because it wasn't my fault last time, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, to be honest with you, I mean, I have the I have the privilege of being able to access uh, secure Section Thirty One uh, communication channels. Oh, so that... now I've got to cut that bit out again, JJ. Because <sighs> I can't put on a podcast that you're doing things that are illegal. <laughs> Who said anything about being illegal? <laughs> Sorry, circumventing the law. <laughs> I just love making you work hard. <laughs> Oh, but oh, this was going to be so easy to edit, and now you've mm. fucked it up. Um, but yeah, if you've got Amazon Prime, which, to be honest, if you haven't got Amazon Prime, why the fuck are you paying for delivery? But this is not a, sponsored by Amazon. I, I, I just don't like paying for delivery. Um, so that's why you've got Amazon. Yeah, because I don't like paying for delivery. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're getting it the day after it's broadcast in the UK. In the by US. the way, Jeff Jeff Bezos, if you're listening to this, we, uh, we you know we could do with a couple of million pounds of your oh. you know. You your... are so much nicer than I am. If we're going yeah. to talk about Jeff Bezos, it's going to be why don't you go to space and keep fucking flying, you asshole? <laughs> well, I you know something. One of the things I was going to talk about, or what I wanted to talk about this week as an opening episode, was the billionaire space race but i'm not going to talk about that because i have been invited on to uh, another podcast to talk about that so i'm going to save oh, it for so, them. so what you're saying is you're not going to talk about the important right, stuff sorry. on your podcast that actually you know is is your well, baby you're well, going to save it for some bugger else well considering that it's not star trek i think is that's this, a pretty is valid this going to be a sycophantic podcast <laughs> for the billionaires about how wonderful it is that these billionaires are going into space is this a billionaire circle jerk? Is it? Where's the? Where's? Where's? Come on! Come on! Finish! Finish! Come on! He wants to press the button. There, there a joke. Finish the joke. There was a joke. Is it, is, oh, that's it. Is it going to be a sycophantic podcast about how brilliant it is that these guys are going into space? Well, no, it's just going to be a general discussion and I have no idea where it's going to go, to be honest with you, because I have no idea of the opinion um, of the host. So it's going to be an interesting one. So go so, on, we, we might as well give him a bit of a free plug. Which podcast are you going to be on? Well, I'm sure he won't mind me plugging it, but um, it is Bad Choices and Bourbon with the Commodore himself, Mr. Dan Decker. Um, if uh, you are listening to this, Dan, uh, we love you. You are the most amazing person in the world. And if you're wondering why I'm kissing his ass, he's feeling a little down at the moment. So he needs a bit of a pick me up. So. There you go. He got a clap. Yeah, he I got mean, I, I clicked it twice. Sorry. Is there, is there, not, is there not a clean for that? <laughs> Is there not a what? Isn't there not a cream for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love being the one who has the buttons that can make the sound effects. It's great. <laughs> oh, honestly, it's... 
kind of weird you being in control. It's better than you being in control. <laughs> Why do I feel like we've just stepped into an episode of Cheers? <laughs> no, this is WandaVision, what are you talking about? <laughs> By the way, brilliant, brilliant series, WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. If you've watched WandaVision, sorry, if you've WandaVision. tried to watch WandaVision and you've got to, is... like, episode one and gone, what is this shit? Fucking stick it out. One, one Division, is that what happens when One Direction split up? Ah. Uh... I have a. I, I need to get a groan. Right, before next time we record, I need an. Oh. Push the button. I haven't got an. Oh. I can do. Um, but you've got the. I can do this. Well, it wasn't worth your time. No, it doesn't deserve that. No, it doesn't. I, I need a groan and I need a slow clap. In fact, I, I'm writing them on my list. I need a groan be, and a slow clap. To be honest with you, we don't need a soundbite for that. We just get Gregor. Oh. Well, anyway, here's, hey, a oh. well, here, here's a thing for you. <laughs> that, that, that second one sounded like your OnlyFans. Just give me a minute, guys. Pork sausage. I, I don't know whether to be happy or sad for Gregor that thinking about your OnlyFans, Gregor, know, JJ right, needs sorry. a minute. Well, here's a wee thing for your uh, billionaire podcast. Oh, sorry, 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 JJ. Here we go. There you go. I thought you were the one on the ball on the buttons. I was, but I don't acknowledge my own shit jokes. It's really easy to acknowledge other people's. Yeah. Anyway, here's one. Here's here's a wee thing for you your space saying one. Something. Uh, only one in a made it to space, technically. Branson didn't even make it to space. Yes, that is true. So that just that shows you the power of marketing. Aye. But you know, he, he couldn't fly a he couldn't fly a balloon over the sea. So how the fuck was he going to get to space? It was a, a, it was a suborbital flight, wasn't it? The no, um, no, the Virgin no, Atlantic no, one, no, uh, Virgin no, Galactic. No, sorry. Suborbital. Technically, Jeff Bezos' one was suborbital because didn't he make it to orbit? Um, I but this. Virgin one didn't even make it to the internationally recognised altitude of being in space. To be fair, they're both suborbital. If I jump, yeah, okay. it's technically suborbital. <laughs> good, good, good point. Good point. <laughs> so, um, how long did um, Jeff Bezos' flight last? Yeah, that's four flight that lasts longer. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Ten minutes and he's there you go, JJ. <laughs> You're sacked. Yeah, it did look like a massive penis. Which makes sense, because yes, it was yeah. carrying a massive penis. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I mean, I think there's nothing, absolutely nothing remarkable about either of the two flights. No. How the... Did we end up talking about giant penises going into space when we started off talking about cosplay? <laughs> we I don't love this show. stay on topic. I love this show. I really love this show. <laughs> so do both our listeners. And two of them are here. 
Hey, I don't listen to this shit. <laughs> I just edit it and put it on the internet. <laughs> are, we, are we still talking about Spock the Week? <laughs> well, I was doing. Anyway, anyway. Back to what we were supposed to be talking about. Yeah, so who's going to Destination Star Trek in November? Unfortunately, Unfortunately I am not a... this year. Yeah. Oh, is it just myself you'll and Gregor? Run, you'll be running about doing stuff. Fortunately, JJ is enough. Yep, and we're going to do an episode yep. while we're down there, aren't we? In some way, shape or form. Yep. It, um... it might be shorter than normal, it might be longer than normal. It depends who we can get our hands on and what we can get people to talk about. But there will be some form of Spock the Week from Destination Star Trek. Well, that was going to be a surprise, but uh, okay, fair enough. Well, I didn't um, know, because we've already mentioned it on the podcast exactly, four times. I didn't realise it was a surprise. Which is why I'm still pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we might have new listeners. <laughs> Can you tell us things as surprises yeah, before we yeah. give the game away? Surprise. Rather than after. Well, that's just, the... just a tip for the future, JJ. When we're not actually recording, can you actually say, you know that thing? Yeah, okay. Let's not talk to... about that. Because if you don't tell us it's a secret, we're you just going to know... talk about it. You want to know why I don't do that? Is because it even we'll blatantly if... ignore you and talk if, about it anyway? You, pretty much, yeah. Next week, <laughs> it's pretty much how it works. How dare you? How, yeah, very how dare you? you? Joe Stalin was competent. I used to like you two. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, good point. So, yeah, we'll be at, we'll be at uh, DST and we'll have a beer for you, JJ. Or eight. Yeah. And we're down so, there for the uh, full weekend, so we're going to get as much as we can. And how much that is all depends on who we can get our hands on. That sounds We might wrong. interview people. Oh, yeah, that does know. sound wrong. Yeah, it that does. does sound wrong. But you know what we mean. But, um... The... Yeah. <laughs> your, your mission, your mission, should you should choose, choose to, to accept, accept it. it? <laughs> yeah. I challenge you. I challenge you both to... Right. Have it doesn't matter whether it, it counts if she says I'm fine, thank you. Right? All you need to do is to get a conversation, brief as it may be, with Kate Mulgrew. That's a challenge and a half, is that one? Do you think you do you think you're up to it? I think I'm up to having a go. I, I, I'm not. I, I, I have no idea what our success rate will be. I think our chances are low, but we'll give it a go. I, I, admit, I, I Brilliant. Fantastic. Challenge accepted. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, like I say, um, for various different reasons, um, I'm unable to go to, uh, to London uh, for this one. Um, but as Is that because James... it's in fucking London? Sorry. Carry on. No. Well, to be honest with you, no, it's got a lot to do with the fact that, uh, unfortunately, here in the 21st century, we still have to use a thing called money. And being, a father, being a father of two, that doesn't exist. Um, so, 
yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, that and the fact that I am currently in the process of a career change, so it might not be uh, time-wise physically possible. You're not going to be a shuttle pilot anymore. I'm still going to be a pilot, but not oh. just you know more a sort of um, bigger and better things than just you, you just want to be Tom land. Harris, don't you? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So we need to get JJ on on Nick on Nick on Nick Lacano. If yeah, uh, we need to get JJ arrested. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> you can't be Tom Paris unless you start in a prison. Oh. Just saying. I'm already in a dead end job, so. Oh. <laughs> right, guys. Um. <laughs> so what? So basically, um. This you know something to look forward to. They're gonna um, are we gonna do any? You're gonna do a live one from? Would you be able to do a live one from DST? Uh, DST? We will try. It will depend on technology. Good, I good, imagine good. that that probably is possible, because I imagine that things like 4G reception and stuff at the XL in London are good. But I'm only imagining. I've not actually been there with the kit. So if we can. Gregor and I will try our best to do a live. It might be from a hotel room. It might be from the exhibition centre. It might be from some random bar that we're both getting wankered in. But we will do. I our would. Best. Uh, I would save the hotel version for his uh, for Gregor's on only fan. Not that sort of hotel video, JJ. <laughs> um, Gregor so, yeah, might I mean... be pretty, but I'm still too pretty for Gregor. I mean, one of the things that we will say, though, is even if uh, even if we don't get to go live uh, from DST, um, there will be there will definitely be plenty of content for the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, clips, uh, montages, uh, chats, videos, whatever. Um, it's there's going to be stuff there, so you're not going to feel like. So if you can't go to DST. Um, Please, by all means, go and follow the Spock of the Week YouTube channel, um, so that and when this stuff. You get to see me dressed as a Ferengi. What's not to yes. so I'm going dressed as a Ferengi. And Gregor's going dressed as. I, you know, something. I've just you'd make a you'd make a good Admiral Paris, by the way. What yeah, do you, th- what do you think, James? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you could I do can that. See that. He's old enough I'm, and grumpy enough. I'm going dressed mm-hmm. as a And he keeps going on about Nick Lacano and you know your other son. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going dressed as a salamander. Do you know if actually, you don't actually me. go dressed as a salamander, now, Gregor, I'm going to be very disappointed. Good, James. Just a quick question. Just a quick question. You know how, uh, obviously, I uh, was out of the picture for a, a lot of the episodes for season three. Um, yeah, you were kind of having a baby, it's fair. Yeah. Um, how many episodes throughout season three did Gregor actually manage to go without mentioning Threshold? I don't think there were any. Hmm. So... He does love his salamander porn. Salamander porn. Well, I'll tell you what, right? Here's what we're going to do going forward. We're going to make a note, right... You, by we, you... you mean you, yeah? Because I've got no. By, by me, we, I mean you. Fuck you! I'm not doing that. <laughs> if you want to make a note, you make a note. I'm not doing it. How many? Uh, uh, how many times, Gregor? Well, not include this Is just it for fairness. We'll not include to this episode. I'm in the first I don't episode. have a pen and paper. But we'll record how many times Gregor says. Well, I've only done it off. once so far. I've mentioned the salamander. Before. It's the amount of times you do it per episode. 
Stuart, how many times has he said it so far this episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we don't like need to do it. Stuart, Stuart, every, after every episode, we want a salamander tally chart. Ah, uh, uh, no, no, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself, Stuart, because here's what we're going to do for season four. The, when we get to the end of season... Let's just see how many people are actually paying attention, how many people are actually listening to these episodes. And the person who, the first person to tweet us the correct number of times. Threshold. Threshold. Gregor mentions threshold. And it has to actually mention the word threshold. Okay. We'll make that very clear. Threshold. Threshold. There you go. There you go. Definitely threshold, yes. And are we including this episode or not? We're, we're not including this episode okay. out of fairness, okay? Because I just came up with the idea. So, starting from episode two, we need you, the first person to tweet, after the season finale, how many times Gregor has said threshold, the first and person to tweet will get a membership to the Spock of the Week Buy Me A Coffee page, which will give you... They have to get... It's the first person to tweet and correct, Gregor. Yes, that goes without saying, but just because there are people out there that will confuse that. Um, yes, it has to be correct. It has to be... Um, it has to be accurate. And the first person on the feed. So what we will do is we will post the launch of the episode finale. So we'll say... His episode, such and such, the final of Spock the Week. And it has to be on that Twitter feed. Okay, and we'll make this perfectly clear as well. We will remind you of this. So, Because I'm if, not, Marina's done a 360 of the, the end. What are you doing, Gregor, why are you taking pictures of us? So I, was, I was only JJ I was talking. Well, do you want to do that when we're not recording a podcast? Ah, oh, he's not. <laughs> God, if Isn't... you're one of the hosts in your board, what the fuck do we expect our audience to be like? So yeah, so that's that's it, guys. So that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen. How many times Gregor mentions starting from episode two? How many times he mentions threshold? Give us the correct answer when we launch the. Um, in the feed that we launched the last episode in and you will get a membership to Spock the Week's um, Buy Me A Coffee which like I said gives you access to the video content uh, and any other exclusive content which we deem fit to put on there or sometimes um, unfit depending what mood or unfit yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's not going to cost you anything all you have to do is pay attention and I think that's rather clever because people are going to be going oh shit you know and then they'll go back and listen and actually have to listen through the entire episode yeah, to no get the numbers. To the whole thing other than Stuart. We know this. Yeah, we know this, which is why, um, Stuart, if you want to adjudicate this, because uh, you already are, a, he already is a member on the, yeah, the yeah. Buy Me A Coffee. And, um, and he's a de facto member of the team anyway. He is, and yeah, he's our sort of... Um, Control, if you like, you know, yeah. he uh, keeps us keeps us on the straight and narrow. Well, um, 
So, JJ, do you want to tell people what sort of plans we've got for season yes. four? Yes, um, I think that's a good segue into the last segment of this. Um, I don't know why I'm calling it a segment, because it's not really a fucking segment. So, for this season, we had a brief discussion post uh, prior to uh, recording. By discussion, what JJ means is JJ told us what to do, so we did it. That's one of the perks of being an executive producer, son. Um, <laughs> I'm not your son. You can I think call... I'm probably older than you. <laughs> Damn really? It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, the... anyway. Moving swiftly on. So we had the discussion. We had the discussion, and we decided to actually have a plan for this season. And it's an actual plan this time. It's It's not just just us pulling things out of our arsehole. It's an actual plan. And before the episode today, uh, Mr. Golding very kindly did all the research and set this up. So what we're going to do is each week, starting... The reason we've not done it this week is because we needed to set it up. Um, And we're going to told me five minutes before we started. Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) Edit that bit out. Sorry, Um, sorry. Two days before we started recording. I'm not editing that bit out. So what we're going to do is we've... um, When I say we, James has compiled a list of all the episodes of Star Trek uh, from all the seasons, including the animated series as well. We've included that. Um, they made mainly, me do it, it's not my fault, they made me do it. Mainly because James doesn't like it, and we've got Discovery in there, primarily because Gregor doesn't like it. And we've got DS9 in there because JJ's never seen it. There you go, so we've got a little something for every single one of us. Now, here's what we're going to do. James has also um, found a random number generator, so we've compiled the list of episodes, and they're all numbered, 1 to... 786... 786 episodes of Star Trek. current episodes of Star Trek broadcast to date. Um, If we've got, like, a two-parter, they tend to be one number. As long as they're not a split-season two-parter. So if you get, like, um, Best of Both Worlds, for example, is one number, whereas... uh, no, Best of Both Worlds is two. I can't remember. I've drunk too much. Well, let's... If it's the end of a series, it counts as one. If it's one of the mid-season ones that steps from like season three to season four, then it's two different episodes. I think if it's a two-parter, though, I think regardless if it crosses over, I think we should include both parts for the context of the episode because it won't, it won't work otherwise. Anyway, explain what we're doing because we haven't done so, that bit yet. Yeah, thank you. So basically what we're going to do is at the end of each episode, uh, James is going to fire up the random number generator and that will give us a number from 1 to 700 and... Blah, 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 blah. 86? 786. He can remember it because he's got it written in front of him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am not clever, I am reading. So, we punch that number in, the random number generator gives us a random, and we watch that episode that it gives us. Um, So what we're going to do right now is James is going to fire up the... Are we uh, ready? Yep, uh, so if you you can screen share this... I, I, I can't screen share it, but what I can do is if you're watching on YouTube, you will see this pop up at the bottom down here somewhere with a picture of the result... Uh, the result is 
episode number 501. So, so we've got 501. Let me screenshot it first. There we go. I've got the screenshot. Right, let's scroll down to 501. So 501 in my list of Star Trek episodes is... Oh, we're actually on a season premiere. We're on episode one of season four of Star Trek Voyager. Nice. So if you give me a moment to jump to a different display while I look at Voyager, I will tell you the name of that episode. Yeah, all right. Oh, sorry. Encyclopedia boy. Shut up. You beat me to it, you bastard. Let me do the proper Googling. No. I don't know these things off by heart. I'm just really good at typing, which is why JJ gave me this job. And so you're Trek... fucking it up quite nicely. No, you said I had to Google it. I'm currently Googling Scorpion it. Scorpion Part 2. And oh, it's yes. fine. We're on Season 4. Episode 1 is Scorpion Part 2. So, in that case... What... Scorpion Part 2. So in that case, then, um, what we're going to do is we'll watch uh, Scorpion Part 1 and Scorpion Part 2, so we've got both of them in context but, so we can talk about But that's extra homework that we didn't agree to before we started recording, JJ. You're changing we've... the parameters. I think... Not, not really, because it's, it's a two-part episode, so, I mean, what, I mean, what do you think, Gregor? Do you think I'm, do you think I'm right on this one? <laughs> well, we're not. The well, number generator has come up so with Scorpion. It did pick so. the one bit of Star Trek that yeah. JJ actually knows something about, so it gives us a good start to season four. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, if you want to uh, play along, dear listeners, or viewers, if you're watching this on YouTube, then go and watch Scorpions Part 1 and 2. And and then next week we will talk about Scorpion. Um, also, as I'll well, give you, I'll um, give you a bit of background. Um, yeah, go it for was it. Was written by Brandon Braga and Joe Minoski, uh, directed by Winrich Colby. Um, in universe, it was set in the year twenty three seventy four, and I'm going to give you the tiniest little bit of a synopsis just to wet your whistle. Uh, Captain Janeway forces a shaky alliance with the Borg Collective to defeat each species 8472, leading to a new potential crew member coming aboard. And that's pretty much 50% of next week's episode done and dusted. <laughs> hey, it's the <laughs> tiny little synopsis. <laughs> Well, guys, um, that is what we're going to do next week. Um, and like I say, at the end of each episode, we'll f- get the random number and we will watch the um, the next episode um, that it comes up with. And yep. just to clarify and as well, once one. we've once we've been given a number, uh, James will mark that on his little spreadsheet that he has. Um, that will let us know that we've already done that. So if we do get that number again. Uh, we spin the wheel once more. So, so how can for this you, how one, can you James, make sure that you have done... Already done. Uh, how, is it not easier just to take the number Already out done. the number generator? Fantastic. There you go. What I did want to add is... Sorry, go on. All right, okay. 
It's just once we get 350 episodes. I don't episodes, have that option. I can choose a minimum and a maximum. I literally typed random number get... generator into Google, and okay, Google okay. have their own. So these episodes are just going to get longer and longer. <laughs> then we'll just keep clicking go again until we find one that's empty. It's a way of padding out the podcast. Yes. Um, what we will do, though, is as each new season of Star Trek is broadcast, they will be added to the end of the list. So at present, it is 786. Um, but once the new series of Lower Decks comes out, then it's going to go up a bit. When the new series of Picard comes out, it's going to go up a bit more, etc., etc. So it's 786 today. In three months' time, that might be 787. Who knows? It might even be 634 when they've cancelled everything and taken everything off air because it offended somebody. Yeah, you can't really go backwards in the number of Star Trek episodes that exist. But, well, I'm sure you'd still be able to get them on the black market, probably, even if they yeah. did take them off. Yeah, so, yeah. Section can... 31 will get you anything. So, that's it, guys. So, your homework, guys, if you're listening, uh, go and watch the episode and then you can play along. And uh, we will see you in a week's time. And we will. If there anything else you want to add to this shit show? Sorry, did I say that out loud? Sorry, uh, Spock of the Week? You did, but we're not disagreeing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think it's okay. Leave the number generation thing with no, me. I, I, no, I think we've pretty much done. Gregor, Unless anything? you want to go 350 times. With you? Awesome. Yeah, can. No, no, no. If you no, can write me a piece of software that will allow me to omit numbers, I am happy with that. Hang on, hang on, James. Point of order. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, cause because it means less work for me. No, it Which means that every single fucking number is going to be threshold. Ten or something like that. <laughs> Only <right> once. <laughs> Oh, here we go. So, what we don't want is number 458. You can see Gregor going... (laughs) (laughs) The bonus is Gregor doesn't have the list in the same order I have. So, it might be 458, it might not. Neither JJ nor Gregor can see the list of episodes in the order that I've got them on the spreadsheet. Yeah. So and even if Gregor does fair. do the number generating, it's not a problem because it's my list that we're looking it up off. Well, um, I'm happy to um, to say goodbye to our dear listener. Um, Bye, Jane, Stuart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see you next week, Stuart. <laughs> I've just actually realised something. That little competition I came up with is not going to work because our only listener <laughs> has already... we've got one listener and we've made him the judge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God, we are bad at this. Um, guys, if you want to come back next week, we might actually have a conversation about Star Trek. Who knows? Um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> If we knew what we were doing, we'd be good at this. Um, Guys, thank you for listening. If you've lasted this long, uh, I've been the Albert Android. He's been... I'm... I'm... You see, we don't know which way you're pointing, JJ. I don't care. One of you... I'm at Crabbit. Just one of you... I've I've been James. I'm at Familiton on Twitter. Unlike some other podcasters on this show tonight. 
We need to practice this. No, it hurts, it hurts too much tonight. I'll do it another episode. Well, Mr. Cameron, would no, you like no. to... No, 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 it hurts. it hurts. Go on, go on, tell us about your... No, go on, go on, go on, for me, I'll for me, go on, week. go on, for me, tell, tell me. Go on, go on, it's okay. No, I'm going to do friends. it next week. I'm going to do it next yeah, week when I'm not in the huff about it. Oh, don't fuck this up, James, go on. You're the most friends. You're in it. You're in. You're in the safe place. What are you in a hub for, Gregor? Because I don't actually know what JJ is talking about. It's because I was yapping on about Albert Android and about the burp choices and bourbon, it's and he's not had a chance to talk about his uh, his new, uh, social media venture. I'm, hope, I'm saving it for next week. So are you saving it for next week, or are you going to enlighten us, Gregor? All right. That's fair enough. Well, we are looking forward to that and we would be more than happy to cross-promote that with Spock the Week and um, through our social media channels and through our Twitter. and um, Yeah, uh, so we'll try this again, shall we? Go on, then. I've been the Alba Android. He's been... James. At... The Militant. Oh, fuck's sake. Right. Are we doing Twitter handles or are we doing what people call us? I'm really confused. This is going to be five minutes oh, long. God, I'll let you podcast. decide which bits are going in the outtakes and which bits are staying in the show. This is all staying in. <laughs> right, one more time. Go on, JJ, one more time. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. I've I'm been the Albert Android. He's Twitter. been... Thamilaton, if you find me on Twitter, at Thamilaton. Gregor, what are you called? Thank you, guys. That's our third attempt and hopefully our last at that. If you can save this, Huzzah! James. <laughs> yeah, save this and we don't have to do it again. Um, There's no amount of editing can save this podcast. <laughs> right, guys, we'll see you next week. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper.